Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Barag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. shares a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It's our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The announcement by the Palestinian government to declare Jerusalem as the capital of the so-called Palestinian state is something that should cause us to be on alert. Though this has been said before, the clamor for peace in the Middle East may make it more possible than ever. God knows the future for His land and His people. We just need to remain faithful until the return of Jesus. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 29th, 2018. For today's update, I'm going to need to first provide a preface of sorts. Uh, And I do so before we look at the prophetic significance of just one very important development that has taken place just within the last couple of weeks. As I look at what's happening in the world today, I see one of two responses, one of which is that people are filled with fear and it gives way to hopelessness and even despair. And sadly, they they turn to anything and everything in order to deal with that which only the Word of God and the God of the Word can answer. As I was preparing for today's prophecy update, the Lord reminded me of 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 15 and 16. It was heavy on my heart, and I, want to, I just want to share it with you by way again of a preface. Listen to what Peter writes by the Spirit. He says, But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. In other words, people want what we have. What do we have? Hope. We have hope. People are losing hope. They see what's happening in the world and it seems so hopeless. And what do they do? They turn to the bottle of alcohol, the bottle of drugs, the whatever, the whoever, in order to numb the reality of their hopelessness. And here we are, we have this hope. We have this blessed hope. We have the answer. And it's there 
for the asking. And we need to be prepared to give that answer. But here's the thing that Peter says, and I think this is, well, for lack of a better way of saying it, it's an issue. (laughs) He says, but do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. That's interesting, especially in a world that is waxing more and more hostile to Christ and Christianity. I'm beginning today's update this way because the problems in the world are only going to get worse. Uh, I hate to be a killjoy, but uh, better days are not ahead. (laughs) The best is not yet to come in terms of this world and the things of this world. Well, this brings me to the second response, which is that of disinterest, indifference. There seems to be no concern, really, about everything that's happening in the world, especially here in America. And I think the reason is, is that it seems that happy days are here again. And America is great again, in spite of how divided America is. And America is divided. The problem with this is that America is not the main factor in the prophetic equation, as it were. Rather, Israel is. So here we are in America, and We're distracted by all of these things that are happening in America, even to America. And all the while, what ultimately determines where we're at prophetically is not America, but what's happening in Israel. And I'll even say to Israel. Now I realize that the U.S. is currently the dominant world power on the geopolitical stage, but my Bible says that's not going to be the case very much longer. And and I say that boldly, lovingly I hope, but boldly because the concern is that as Christians we're digging the roots of our confidence and our hope down too deep in the soil of this country, the United States of America, a country for which I am so grateful to and for. But my concern is is that we're we're sort of being um, hypnotized, for lack of a better word, 
here in America. And if we're not hypnotized, uh, consider what's happening with what we're being fed here in America. I mean, if you went with just what the news feeds tell you, you would have no idea what's really going on in the world. Not only would you have no idea, you would certainly have the wrong idea. Here's a case in point. The Times of Israel had a report, and the significance of it was not only underreported, it was virtually unreported because of what dominated our news feeds here in America. I know I've said this before, I'm going to say it again, but it's my belief that everything that we're being fed on that news feed is all a distraction and a disruption, and it's creating confusion over what really matters. And what really matters is what's happening in Israel and to Israel. And case in point is the approval of the Jewish nation-state law. On Thursday, July 19th, Knesset members approved a controversial and long-debated law that officially defines Israel as the Jewish nation-state. The law, for the first time, enshrines Israel as the national home of the Jewish people. In the final text of the law, there are basic principles which, among other things, state that, listen, the land of Israel is the historical homeland of the Jewish people in which the state of Israel was established. Furthermore, the capital of the state, Jerusalem, complete and united, is the capital of Israel. Okay, so what's the big deal? Oh, what's the big deal? It should come as no surprise that this would arouse the ire of Israel's numerous enemies, one of which is the Palestinian president, so-called Mahmoud Abbas, who according to Jews News, in response to the newly enacted Jewish nation-state law passed by the Israeli Knesset, declared that the city of Jerusalem shall be the everlasting capital of the state of Palestine, and that, get this, No peace or security, peace, security, will prevail unless the city remains as such. In a statement, he said the new law 
will not change the historical situation of Jerusalem as the capital of the occupied state, occupied state of Palestine, and will not discourage our people from their legitimate struggle. <laughs> mein Kampf. To defeat the occupation and establish their independent state. He affirmed that the right of the Palestinian people to return to their land, their land, is a sacred and unshakable right guaranteed by international law, foremost of which is Resolution 194, which affirmed the right of the return of Palestinian refugees to their homes. Here's the big deal. Christians believe it. Illiterate, biblically Christians by hook, line, and sinker, this propaganda, this lie. By the way, let me uh, see if I can at least set the record straight on this so-called Palestinian refugee lie. My parents immigrated legally to the United States of America in 1963 to flee Islam back then in the Middle East. They come here, they get their citizenship, proudest day of their lives. Uh, And then they begin to sponsor uh, many of their uh, family, sisters, my aunts, uh, brothers, my uncles, their parents, my grandparents, into the United States. Now, my mom's mom, my grandmother, was actually born in Nazareth, pre-statehood, in Israel. And they, my so-called Palestinian family, left Israel not as refugees, but of their own volition to Jordan. They were not kicked out. They were not removed. They were not forced out of their homes as refugees. They left of their own volition. And by the way, let me say that the Arabs, and I say Arabs deliberately, in Israel today would rather be with the Jew than their own people. And so, this is just a lie. I don't know how else to say it. These are all lies from the father of lies, and the purpose of these lies is to distort the truth of God's Word. Here's the truth. The land belongs to Israel, Jerusalem is the eternal capital of Israel, and God has an everlasting covenant with Israel. And as such, God has a prophetic and redemptive plan for Israel, which will be fulfilled after the rapture, which takes place before the seven-year tribulation. That's the truth. That's the truth. And you'd be hard-pressed 
to proclaim that truth in a world today that is believing the lie. Interesting. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul said, because they've rejected the truth, they'll believe the lie. God himself will send this powerful delusion, this strong delusion. Why? Because they've rejected the truth. I've heard it said this way. When you reject the truth, you open yourself up to the most bizarre of lies. When you reject the truth. And this is the truth. Here's where I'm going with all of this. We have the truth. Right? And we have the answer. Right? And we have the hope. Now here's the question, and I'm not, please, the Lord knows my heart. I'm not trying to get up in your grill. I'm not trying to get in your face. I'm not trying to beat anybody up. But I do have to ask this question. What are we going to do with it? Are we going to bury it? Are we going to hide the light under a basket? Or are we instead going to give an answer to everyone for the reason we have this hope? What are we afraid of? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of what they might think of me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but do you know what they really think about you already? I mean, is it that we're afraid that they're going to reject us and not like us? You know, you've probably heard many liken this to having the cure for cancer, but not sharing it. Here we have the cure for the cancer of sin, and we're not sharing it. Jesus is the cure. Jesus is the answer. Not just for the world globally, but for all of us individually, because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I happened upon an interesting article in the Washington Times of all places. It was in the family uh, faith uh, section of the uh, publication, but it was about how the Bible remains a fixture in American culture and lifestyle. This, according to the State of the Bible Report, which is an annual poll conducted by the Barna Group. Listen to this. The results show that despite shifting cultural trends, Americans still read the Word, and it remains a powerful, transformative tool in their life. 
Two-thirds of Americans express at least, and I want you to listen very carefully to this, some curiosity to know more about what the Bible says. Oh. A similar number of adults, 63%, are interested in knowing more about who Jesus Christ is, the survey said. Just over half of adults who used the Bible in the past week, 53%, say they give a lot of thought to how it might apply to their lives. Oh my goodness. Did you hear that? They're curious. They're, they're asking questions. They want to know more. Who's going to tell them more? Who's going to answer their, their questions, their curiosity? I share this for two reasons. First, I think we do err greatly in underestimating the power of God's Word. You know, all we have to do is broadcast the seed. The soil upon which it falls is not our responsibility. That's between them and the Lord. Some of it's going to fall on good soil. Some of it's going to fall on not good soil. But we're to broadcast the seed as the farmer broadcasts the seed. And the problem is we're, we, we, we underestimate the power of one seed planted. The second reason is, as I just mentioned, people are feeling hopeless, and they're looking for hope. They're looking for answers. And we as believers in and followers of Jesus Christ have the answer. My hope is, and again, the Lord knows my heart. Man, this morning I I just, before the Lord was saying to the Lord, Please, I mean, how do I convey this that you've put on my heart to your people? And my prayer is, my hope is, is that the takeaway from today's update is, and this is maybe very simple, but we need to share Jesus with others. And we need to share Jesus with others while there's still time, because there's not much time. Is that simple enough? So again, I guess if you hear nothing else that I have said today, please hear this. While there's still time... We need to share Jesus with people who are looking for hope because Jesus is the only hope. Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. 
This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's Prophecy Update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this Prophecy Update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s Prophecy Updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.